What's up, great friends? It's Friday. Kaplan and crew one more time with just us, the crew, Grande and Browner with you guys today to wrap up the week together. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to have a lot of fun. So stick around. Lots of good stuff coming your way. But before we get to the show, like we do every day, and I'll do a little quickly today, it is Friday and we got to shout out our wonderful, amazing, dope ass sponsors like Tori and California Holistics with the promo code for 2024, at least in the early part, is better bud. Better bud. That's the promo code for Tori and California Holistics. Spend a minimum of $75. Get 20% off your purchase at Tori and California Holistics. Go get ready for the weekend. Go stock up. What better place to do it than Tori Holistics with that promo code better bud. Cool? Awesome. Seven Mile Casino. What are you doing this weekend? Why don't you head down to Seven Mile Casino? You ever been? I have. It's great. It's awesome. It's fun. It's clean. A smoke-free environment. It's super close to downtown San Diego. It's literally right off the 5 Freeway. And if you get hungry or if you're thirsty or you want some libations, there's a Sammy's restaurant and bar right there inside Seven Mile Casino. It is literally a great, great place to go this weekend. They have all of your favorite table games. They have televisions everywhere to watch whatever sporting event is happening, whether it be football tomorrow or the NBA or whatever it is that you're watching this weekend. They'll have it at Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com, just minutes away from downtown San Diego. Gary Cooper at Mountain Trust Realty. If you're looking to buy your home, if you're looking to sell your home, one guy to call, and that's Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299. I'm sure most of you guys know this by now, but Gary helped me buy this house, and Gary will eventually help me sell this house and find another house because he is the best. He is incredibly professional, incredibly caring, detail-oriented. He is the best, I promise you. If he can get me into a home, me, Grande, Alex, Padilla, if you can get me into a home, he can get you into a home. I promise you. He will find a way. Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299, MountainTrustRealty.com. Mushroom Life with a Y, L-Y-F-E, MushroomLife.com. Uh, go check them out. If you spend a minimum of uh, 50 bucks, uh, Brett, that madman, will send you an additional $50 of product. So it's pretty dope. Spend, spend 50 bucks. He'll send you 50 bucks. If you've never ordered from Mushroom Life, you get 50% off your first purchase. If you go to mushroomlife.com slash great friends. That's right. If you've never tried it, if you want to try it, you know, we all see Browner try it every single day. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You get 50% off your first order just for you guys, the great friends. And of course, this weekend, let's get back in the green. If you're not at Price Picks, they will match your first deposit up to $100. When the show starts, I'll take a look at what's happening tonight. I haven't done so yet. But pricepicks.com slash great friends. That is where you should go. Join the game. It's so easy. It is so easy to play. And you can be like me. We're just like two leg, three leg, and that's it. That's my ticket. I'm not going six, seven leg like Browner. I'm not trying to hit a home run every single time. I'm an average hitter. I just hit for average. I get on base and I win and I stay in the green at price picks, pricepicks.com slash great friends. And stay in the green. Get your first deposit matched up to $100. I think for right now, that's perfect. Let's do this. Let's start today's show.
Yo, what's up, great friends? It's Friday. Yes, finally, we are here in the short week, the first week of 2024. Grande, Browner, going to wrap up this week together, and then on Monday we'll be back to normal with Scott being back in his studio. Um, at least I believe we will. So welcome back to Kaplan and Crew on Friday. We are brought to you by 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com. Just minutes away from downtown San Diego. What are you doing this weekend? What a great place to go with all your favorite table games, televisions everywhere. You get thirsty? Oh, guess what? There's a Sammy's restaurant and bar. You get hungry? Oh, guess what? There's a Sammy's restaurant and bar. Smoke-free environment, just minutes away from downtown, right off the 5 freeway. It's a good spot to go. If you ain't got nothing to do this weekend, go check them out. 7milecasino.com. I'm in a fun mood today, Browner. Uh, I know there's a lot of sports happening, but I don't know. I think I, I always get this way. The first week of 2024 for me, I don't want to be all like Gen Z or whatever, but it always feels sluggish. It always just feels mm. like, you know, you take a week off, you take more than a week off, come back to work. And it's just, you know, the weather changes. It's dark early. It's dark. Like it, the sun don't come up to like eight feels like it's a little sluggish this week, but I feel really good today. I feel like uh, we did a good job so far this week and uh, we'll see if we get kicked off the air today because I want to ask you questions about certain things. Well, listen, this morning I was outside when it was a crisp 43 degrees. So I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I, I couldn't I brought out my I brought out a uh, a winter fleece. This thick old fleece jacket with a hood, zipped it all the way up to my neck. Walking the dog at 6:45 in the morning. It was crisp out there. It wasn't wet. It wasn't like one of those where like you could see your breath necessarily. It was just like well, was was piercing. Out. It was like piercing cold like i was outside cold, at cold. 6 a.m 6 a.m i'm out in these streets and boy i tell you i going was out home, in these get, streets you're, going, just, you're just getting home at 6 a.m well it was irrelevant what why i was out not for discussion but what i so will sound, say sounds like a better story i was <laughs> i realized i should i should be wearing a coat and i'm yeah. not really i'm a, i like to be warm but because I have a couple big coats that I don't wear, because obviously this is San Diego, and so it doesn't necessarily come into play very, very often. This morning, I wasn't prepared. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. And they say it's a well, 36 coming. Yeah, they say. Is that still is that still forecasted? They say it's a 36 for the low. I'm on my phone. That, no, I, don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, Monday and Tuesday. Like, there you go. Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Low. All in the all in the 30s. All in the 30s. Yeah. Won't catch me outside. Ooh. Here's the thing. I'm how not that, a how, big... that, how that guy say catch me outside. Don't catch me outside on them days. Catch me inside with the heater on. Uh I'm not a big catch coat, me way inside. Coat. You're a big coat guy. You got big coat. Yeah. Yeah. I think in San yeah, Diego, I just model, don't man. I don't but I don't travel enough to need it. So I, I'm a layer guy. I I go, you know, sweatshirt, mm. hoodie, jacket. Like I, I gotta go layers because if I throw a big old coat in my closet, there goes half my closet, you know. Yeah. See, what I've done to try to, you know, stem the tide of the weather when it goes up and down, because you could be outside at 10, need to have layers. And then at mm. two, you better not have no layers. You'd be sweating. Warm. So it's warm. It's 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 such a it's such a dress layerly part of the country where I always have a sweater, period, regardless of what mm. I'm wearing. I always have a sweater. And then sometimes I'll have a jacket. Now the the, the question is. How soon does the jacket come off? Sometimes never. Sometimes right away. But yeah. I always have it. Always got it. <clears throat> so I'm a I'm a notorious hoodie guy. I just got a lot of hoodies. That's what that's how mm -hmm. I roll. And 
And it's either hoodie weather or it's not in my brain. Like that's, that's, that's how easy my life is in San Diego. It's either hoodie weather or it's not. And if I leave the house with a hoodie and I got to take it off, that means it wasn't hoodie weather, but you're right right now. We kind of experience Hmm. all four seasons in one day. That's San Diego for you, but still very crisp, very cold this morning. Browner, uh, my life has been consumed uh, in a very weird way in the past 36, 48 hours. Um, Uh I can't get away from it. And I feel like it's taken the internet ablaze. And it's Friday. So I just want to, do you want to, do you want to discuss Shannon Sharp's interview with Cat Williams? Do you really <laughs> want to do that on this show? I literally wrote, does Browner want to talk about Cat Williams? Can he control himself to talk about it on a television radio platform? Listen, I only bring it up, A, because it's Friday. B, okay. Chargers Chiefs don't matter. Rams Niners Correct. don't matter. The Aztecs play Correct. tomorrow. Like the okay. Padres are in the winter break. If I want to right. have a little fun today, but I I know you and I know that we're not in uncensored. And I'm just telling you, top of mind right now, I can't get away from it. TikTok, Instagram, it's everywhere. X, it's everywhere. Everywhere. It should it's be. Everywhere. It should be. Okay. Everywhere. <laughs> By the way, I didn't even know Dave Chappelle came out with a new special. But as soon as Cat Williams does one interview with Shannon Sharp and he just, he had, he, Talk about lists. You know, that's another thing that I can't get away from, but I won't talk about that one. You want to talk about lists? Cat Williams had a list of people he was just going to... That seemed a little coordinated to me, personally. As a person who is an aspiring comedian and working at the trade, very low on the totem pole, uh, anybody can judge humor from a stand-up perspective. So that makes the job open to everyone's opinion. I will say the Dave Chappelle special was probably his worst I've seen so far. Uh, I didn't find it entertaining. I didn't find it humorous at all. So the reason why this Cat Williams interview could eclipse a actual Dave Chappelle special is because it wasn't good. Yeah. Dave Dave's one of the greatest comedians ever. I love the way he 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 prepares and he delivers. But this just, in my opinion, this just wasn't good, and that's okay. It happens. It was there were parts of it that were funny, hey, but from down years. but from beginning to end, it wasn't good. Now to address Cat Williams, I've always had a very very high opinion of Cat Williams before anybody you know before this situation. What was the special where he wore a velvet green jacket, a suit jacket? Pimp Chronicles, one of the best of all time. So like just ridiculously funny and ridiculously rewatchable. And still to this day, jiffable, memeable. It is just top-notch modern-day comedy. What's it called? Pimp Chronicles, you said? Pimp Chronicles. So good. So the the wild part about Cat Williams that I've By way, Should I just explain? Saying. Sorry to keep cutting you off. I don't mean to do no, that. No, no, no. I ahead. should no, probably just explain. Uh, Can you even Sharp. play any of that here? No, I'm not playing any of that because I, I don't want to so. edit all that, even though I would right. love to play some of that here. I just think that it's so everywhere. And I think that our audience is so in tune with what's everywhere that I think right. like, and Browner, you know, like this is right up your alley and oh, it's yeah. sports because it's Shannon Sharp. So I can get away with talking Correct. about it. Correct. Shannon Sharp has a podcast on DraftKings, I believe DraftKings TV or something like that. And the volume and the volume. And it's on YouTube and it's called Club Shay Shay. Mm-hmm. And I've seen clips of Club Shay Shay 
with his normal type guests, you know, like whoever mm-hmm. you might think in the sports world or kind of entertainment crossover world. And it does fine. It does very good co- compared to ours. It does amazing. But right. uh, when I tell you that the Cat Williams special, as I checked last night, and if I checked yesterday, 12 million views on YouTube in one day. In one day. So that's not like I'm talking about this little thing that nobody's watching. I'm telling you in 24 hours it's two on hours. YouTube. This thing had 12 million views. Shannon Sharp does not get millions of views on no. his podcast. No, he does he not. He gets thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands. Right. 12 million views on YouTube in 24 or 36 hours. I could check again while Browner starts talking about it and see what it's at right now. So Cat Williams, comedian, goes on this podcast. And I saw a clip yesterday on TikTok. Shannon Sharp does something with Ocho Cinco. I don't know what they do The together. nightcap. It's called the nightcap, yeah. And he said... That's just what you guys saw on camera because Kat came in and talked to me on his own doing this his own thing for 30 minutes. And I couldn't stop him because I didn't want to stop him, but I needed to stop him because I had to tell Kat, hey, we got to record now. Do you want to say this? And he said, yes. They hit record and it just, and he went off. And when I tell you he went off, I'm telling you, name him. He talked about him. Name him. Chris Tucker, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, I'm just I'm I'm drawing blanks because you know, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Steve Harvey, Ludacris, literally name them. Even people I don't even know. So I Tiffany Haddish, people. dude. If they are a comedian or if they are a comedic actor of some sort, Harvey Weinstein, Kanye West, uh, doesn't matter. Cat Williams had an opinion. And people seem to be agreeing with every single one of his opinions on everybody he had. It was marvelous. And I still have not seen the full thing, by the way. But I pretty much have seen, I want to say, like, at least 75. I didn't know it was two hours. So this thing is on YouTube. If you guys haven't seen it. 2.30. And if you're into the comedic world, and I would say, if I I mean, there's a specific type of comedian he's talking about specifically. But if you are a fan, you really should watch. It is highly entertaining what because he's not being like well, i guess there are parts where he's being vulgar but it's he's not necessarily saying outlandish you know like aaron Rodgers was th- got threatened by defamation in in one minute this isn't Correct. anything nobody's even remotely Correct. approaching defamation or libel with cat williams people are just defending I hope, I, I hope they do i hope they do <laughs> yeah if, if you feel some kind of way and you're a celebrity about what Cat Williams said, please take him to court. Please. Because he'll yeah. be proven right. I All I've ever said about Cat Williams, I have a high amount of respect for Cat Williams because something was always wrong about the way Cat Williams' popularity never really took off. Oh, by the way, uh, 15 million views as of this moment. Because Cat Williams is one of the funniest comedians ever. Ever now he does a he does a a, a niche kind of comedy, yeah. yeah. So you don't necessarily get the full uh, uh, spectrum of what he can do. But Cat Williams has won Emmy awards for acting. Cat Williams has had sellouts after sellout after sellout tours. Now again, Cat Williams is talking to a specific audience when he's selling out, but he sells out. The idea that he then start talking about sellouts, <laughs> like Tyler Perry, for instance, 
when he went on that run about Tyler Perry not being able to play anything but a woman, mm -hmm. show me where he lied. Show me where he lied. When he tells the story about studios wanting to put black men in dresses. Himself included. Him, him, him specifically after he turned it down many a times. Tell me where he lied because you know who tells the exact same story, but to a certain degree, Dave Chappelle. And you know who he tells that story about? A movie he tried to be in with Martin Lawrence called Blue Streak. Mm. So, that, so the idea that Cat Williams is lying about any of this, there's evidence out there because I follow all of this. Mm -hmm. There's I evidence figured. out there. Yeah, there's evidence out there where other people, when it comes to this dress portion of it, have said the same thing about other actors. Dave Chappelle being one that people could recognize and is easy to find. It's a, inside the actor's studio is when he talked about they tried to get him to wear a dress and he said no. Mm -hmm. Three different times they tried to get him to wear a dress he said no in the same movie. Cat Williams has the same situation. On Friday after next, how they tried to have him be raped in the bathroom. Like, why, why, why is that? Like, why is that funny? So the the, yeah. the idea that he would come out and say these things, everything he said, just look at it. It's it. Yeah. He said these things that are in plain view, like how all these black men have the wife that looks exactly the same. He said, "I can tell you seven people. They all have the same wife. All of them. Look at them." What would you say the grand theme of his? Because, yeah, he went after everybody individually. Not everybody, but whoever he went after individually. But I do feel like there was just a recurring theme, which was the reason they're famous is because that was yeah. what I took from it. And it's so, like the reason I'm not as famous is because I didn't do it. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. But it didn't come off as like a petty thing. It just came off as like these people aren't that funny. These people are not funny. On levels what? that like Bernie Mac and myself are. <laughs> what have I always said about Kevin Hart? I don't think he's funny. Yeah. Like this is this is all he's great at what he does. I've never said that he's not, you know, successful or popular or, or, or found his groove. I never said any of that. To me, I've never found him funny. Yeah. Pat Williams says the same thing. <laughs> so yeah. it, 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 it was wild to watch yeah. him tell the story about Steve Harvey. Still in Mark Curry's jokes and still in Mark Curry's television show. Cause these are all things you can go and watch them. Now, I didn't know Steve Harvey had fake hair. Now, that on the other hand, whoa, wait a minute. What? That when he had a flat top? That was fake. Yeah, it looked fake as hell, dude. Why do you think he's bald now? Because the they're cut not was even, fresh. There's not even like a hair, there's not even nothing. a semblance of a nothing. hairline anymore. That, yeah. Nothing. You're talking about the just, Steve when he was a Steve Harvey show, yeah? Yes, when he was the principal at the school, yeah. Yeah. So this all these things that Cat Williams was sitting out there telling the truth about, I I felt like they were true. Brown, are you tell I, you think that looked you think hold on. You think this looks real? You thought this was real? At the, listen, now Come on, you man. know you can't unsee it. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> now you, now I gotta you do Vinci on you, dude. Come on, <laughs> man. Come on, man. Now thing. you know it's not real. You can't you unsee it. Of course it looks that, terrible now. You don't go from this to this in a span of 10 years, dude. You don't. Listen, <laughs> you're right. You're right. But <laughs> when you don't know, you don't know. So you don't right. know to look. Yeah, allegedly. So I, by the way. Allegedly, don't allegedly. Don't come after us, Steve. Steve these are, please don't. I Steve, love you. can't afford it. Got a good one for you. We love you. We got a good one you. for you.
I'm again, I'm not saying Steve Harvey's not successful and smart yeah. and, and business savvy, but Cat Williams basically said Steve Harvey's a liar. Yeah. Steve Harvey lied about his relationship with his wife. Steve Harvey lied about how he got to where he got. Like, yo, he don't want to be a, be a movie star. Like, all Cat Williams was saying were factual things that can be looked up. Do I believe that Cat Williams would have been big as Kevin Hart if he'd have taken the Kevin Hart, you know, uh, open and go plan? Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I honestly think that Cat that Cat Williams has range. Cat Williams is a better actor than Kevin Hart. And Cat Williams is a better comedian than Kevin Hart. So, and all the, the said when he went on about Cedric the Entertainer, Cedric yeah. the Entertainer stole that joke because there are people doing that joke. Well, Cat was doing that joke before, and then the breakdance joke, somebody else was doing that too. So Cedric the Entertainer stole those jokes. Yeah, he stole it's, those it's jokes. It's so entertaining. Like, and I know right now, us, if you've never, if you haven't watched it, you don't know what we're talking Please about. Please go watch. You're it. like, what are you talking about? But really, it doesn't. Like, I just fear like we might be coming off as like portraying Cat as being petty, but it's hilarious. Like when he's saying all these things, it is so entertaining. Like even just this interview, just his the way his mind works was so it's just so interesting to watch someone just work through their material that way. Because that was material, dude. Yo, yes, yes, yes. You would hear more of that. You would hear more of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was material. Because now he knows it hits. Now he knows. And so does Shannon, by the way. So when Shannon gets Ooh. Kevin Hart on there, and when Shannon gets all these people on there to defend themselves, this—that's why I said this felt a little coordinated, like they knew what they were doing, Cat and, and Shannon. So we'll see. I don't really care if, if it's wrong. This or will right, ne- but. Cat William, uh, Kevin Hart will never address this. Kevin Hart will never address this. He already ever, did. Ever, ever, ever. No, he tweeted about it, saying, "Get right, that right. hate out your heart." That's not hey, addressing. That's it. addressing it. He not finna sit down with Shannon Sharp and talk about that because you'll see Kevin Hart will get exposed because it and, and this goes and this goes this goes back to what I was about oh, dude, to say. This Kevin Hart was on the Hold Breakfast Club calling out Cat Williams like this is not something he's that's beneath. This him. ain't new, right? right? This ain't new. They got right. they got a problem between each other. When does the facts come off petty? How long do you have to keep portraying the truth before people start calling you yeah. bitter? Oh, cat! I think I think cat's done now. Here, if he starts doing it everywhere, it's gonna it's gonna lose its luster. If well, he's just like, I'm gonna go on every inner platform and just start calling out names like he's Tupac, then yeah, like. But he's gonna... he doesn't do that, and he doesn't. Right, right. Cat Williams doesn't have a history of doing that. He will put that in his stand-ups, mm. and that's why I think you're gonna hear all this again in a more on a special, uh, uh, in a more unfiltered kind of way, because he wanted this to go viral. So that's why he yeah. didn't curse as much. That's why he wasn't as vulgar. Because he know that this needs to be seen by more people, and the less vulgarity in it, the further it will go. Mm-hmm. So, you, I am waiting for this stand up to happen. This is so good. It's so good. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. As we sit here right now, fifteen point one million views in two days. In two mm-hmm. days. So, good job, Shannon. You left Skip Shout Bayless, out. and you've never been more. You've Woo! never done better. You've never Bayless. done better. You left. Uh, by the way, is is that show on air, Bruh. It is, but ain't nobody watching. That that has turned into the worst thing even, on morning television. I haven't television. even seen clips because you don't see any clips because it's bad. You know, as when someone it was him that didn't Shannon, watch it in the first place, it was just clips. When it was him and Shannon, you had clips of it of Shannon mm-hmm. being funny, or Skip disrespected him, and then things getting crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't even see clips no more. By the way, you're even seeing on first take. You're seeing like 
or Lof- Dan Orlovsky lean into the social media aspect of the whole thing. Yeah, he sniffed Molly Karim sh- or Kareem shoes. Like they know what they're doing on first take. Now they know that. Listen, our TV ratings are what they are. We're, we may not, you know, whatever. If it's three hundred thousand people a show, who cares? That's awesome. It's all about what's going viral. What's going to get clipped on YouTube? What are people going to see? And first take is nailing it. And they're bringing mm-hmm. on this rotating cast of Shannon and Mad Dog and now Orlovsky. Everybody's buying into it. Well done by ESPN. Mad Dog be win again. Mad, Mad Dog, Dog is my favorite. It. He's my Mad favorite. Mad Dog be crushing it, dog. <laughs> All what right. you mad about? My favorite. Uh, it's Friday. Let's uh, talk about uh, a lot of stuff. that I just had to get that off my chest. So when we come back, uh, we'll get into uh, some Padre stuff, NFL weekend, Aztecs weekend, lots to get to. This is Kaplan and Crew. Go check us out, kaplanandcrew.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Kaplan and Crew. I almost choked right there. That is, uh, we're here on a Friday. Grande, Browner, with you. Uh, one more day, and then Scott's back on Monday. We'll be back to normal. Uh, then we are brought to you by Gary Cooper at Mountrust Realty, mountrustrealty.com. If you're looking to buy a home, if you're looking to sell a home, you give Gary a call. I said this in the pre-roll, Browner, and I really, really meant it. If Gary Cooper can put me into a home, he can put anybody into a home. He'll find a mm-hmm. way. Do it. 858-376-1299. I bought my home with Gary. I will eventually sell my home with Gary. He's just, he's so detail-oriented. He's so friendly. He's so prepared. He's so professional. Like, I promise you guys, you will not dis- you will not be disappointed in working with Gary. So give him a call. 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. Or visit his website, mountaintrustrealty.com. Mountaintrustrealty.com. All right, Brown. We got a full slate of, of NFL action this weekend. Most of it doesn't, not most of it, but I was like, half of it doesn't really matter, even though, you know, some of it does. But locally, the Chiefs and the Chargers does not matter. The Rams and the Niners does not matter. The Raider game does not matter. But I did find this very interesting. Last year, or was it two years ago, whenever, I think it was two years ago already, when the Raiders had to fire John Gruden, and they had Rich Bisaccia. And Rich Bisaccia led them to the playoffs. Shout out Brandon Staley. And Mark Davis decided not to keep Rich Bisaccia. That seemed a little bit controversial just because it looked like that team rallied around him. They made it to the playoffs. But he didn't bring him back. Now are you seeing these players, they don't want that to happen again. Devontae Adams, Max Crosby, Antonio Pierce, obviously. Everybody's saying, you got to bring back Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce has gone four and four with the Raiders. Uh, he's beat the Giants, the Chargers, the Chiefs. He did lose to the Vikings 3-0, but then came back and absolutely kicked the Chargers' ass, winning 63-21. That should have got him the job in the first place. Uh, but now you got players like Max Crosby saying this, quote, there's only 32 NFL head coaches in the whole world, so you got to find a leader of men. And when you've got one of them in the building currently, I don't know why you would ha- let him go. I've made the playoffs one time in five years. It's BS. And we got to figure out what we're going to do moving forward. And I'm sick of change. I'm sick of losing. I just want stability, effing consistency. And that's all that matters to me. I want to win. Browner, Antonio Pierce, Las Vegas Raiders coach in 2024? No. Here's why. I hear hear Devontae Adams. I hear Max Crosby, who won't even be on the team next year. I hear you. I hear you. He won't be on the team next year. No, they're going to trade him in the draft. 
because they're going to have to get a quarterback, so they're going to have to move up. They're going to be one of these teams. I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to answer your question. Okay. I'm not going to make that turn. I'm going to stay focused on the road that you're asking me. The answer to the question is no, because as good as Antonio Pierce has been for the guys in that locker room, there are better head coaches available on the market. If Bill Belichick wants to go coach for the Las Vegas Raiders, mm-hmm. he's a better coach than Antonio Pierce. If Jim Harbaugh decides he wants to leave Michigan and coach, the, and coach in Las Vegas, he's a better coach than Antonio Pierce. The offensive coordinator right now, Ben Johnson for, for the Detroit Lions, has shown to be a better coordinator and head coaching prospect than Antonio Pierce. I love Antonio Pierce. I, I've, t- I've said that from the day he got the job. I said he should keep the job. But do mm-hmm. I believe he will have the job come next year? The answer to that question is no, because that is an attractive job. That's an attractive owner in an attractive and developing city. So for me, the Raider brand is so strong. If you put Bill Belichick, who fits perfectly into the Raider brand because he's a grouch, and him in all black just seems like it was made for each other, or Jim Harbaugh, who's a weird dude, and what what's more weird than Raider fans? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're no, Jim Harbaugh fit. like looks like he belongs with the right? Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. If 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 you are looking at it from that perspective, are there other candidates? Now, if those two candidates weren't out there, and it was just Antonio Pierce versus Ben Johnson. I would argue that you stick with Antonio Pierce because now you know you've got a good inside look at what he means to these players in the locker room yeah. and what he's been as a head coach, the guy, the head man with the job. So you've had a better insight than going totally blind. And Ben Johnson might be a miss as a head coach. He yeah. might be one of these guys who's just a coordinator. But that's exactly kind of where I'm going with it because Mark Davis has chased that shiny star before. Time and, and time John again. Gruden. And John Gruden and Mike Mayock. You know, Mark Davis chased that Patriots star with 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 McDaniel's, mm-hmm. and he's he still owes like eighty some million dollars to both those head coaches. And I think Max Crosby, what he said that I agree with the most is what that team needs. That team specifically, not every other NFL team. What that team needs is some sort of freaking consistency in there. They've gone through coach and GMs and offensive corners and defensive corners. They've just like it is a rotating door of who's in and who's out. Regardless of the reasons, regardless if it was right or wrong, I'm just mm-hmm. telling you, there has been absolutely the quarterbacks have changed. You went from, you know, stability in Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo to Brian Hoyer to Aiden O'Connell, and that's going to change again next year, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So if you are Mark Davis, do you learn from your previous mistakes and stick with the stable guy that your players currently love, who you already had on the staff, who's familiar with the organization? who seems to have a grasp on what this team needs going forward, or do you go chasing stars all over again? Do you now go, Hey, if it wasn't Jim Harbaugh, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, but it's Jim Harbaugh, man. I don't think Bill Belichick is, is a Raider. I don't think that's even in the cards personally, but I do think Jim Harbaugh going to the Raiders with a fresh start, picking his quarterback, whether it be in the draft or trying to acquire one, Already with the solid defense in Max Crosby, whether you say he's going to get traded or not, um, I think that that's a difficult decision if it comes down to, do I want the stability with Antonio Pierce or can I actually go get Jim Harbaugh? The question. Your mic changed again. I thought I fixed it while you were talking. That's why I was doing Man, that. Look at that. you. This is this is like the, this is just, you like Scott blaming the the wire 
where every time he touches his camera and it moves. Oh, no, I know what happened. Okay. Do I need to pause this? I can pause this. No, no, no. we go. Ah, look at you. We should be back. Look we at back. You. We back. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I asked, does so. Mark Davis stick with the stability, get his guy, or does he go chase Jim Harbaugh if, he, if it's a possibility? For me, for me, I got to see if Jim Harbaugh wants his job. Now, again, I'm not saying Antonio Pierce can't turn into some uh, version of Jim Harbaugh where he is consistent and he could turn guys around. But when you speak about instability within the organization, some of that comes from the guy who has to now make that decision. You switched over quarterbacks because you switched over coaches. Yeah. And before that, I it, it's not his fault that John Gruden was sending racist emails, but it falls on his desk. Yeah. So then that ended up being a huge turnover. Fall, he gave him a ten-year contract, which, by the way, just so everybody knows, he he doesn't have to pay that. He's John Gruden's doing the NFL. The NFL is going to pay that. John uh, Mark Davis got out of that because he was fired for cause. So you don't have to pay him because he got fired for cause. And I'm pretty sure they had a wink, wink handshake. I'll help you. You help me. I'll let you out of this contract. You sue them for the money. I'll help you sue them for the money. So I think that's what's happening with that. But I, I'm not 100% sure. So don't, don't, you know, don't hold me. Don't put me on a firing line for that. That's not even allegedly. But, that's just Browner's opinion, people. That's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think what's happening. Do some research on y'all own. Um, <laughs> send him the link. So, yeah, send him the link. So for me, I think that at this point in time, this roster is going to get turned over. I don't yeah. think Devontae, there's a good chance Devontae Adams won't be there. These people who are answering questions about what should happen, I don't think they'll be there. Because you could get a lot for Max Crosby as a pass rusher, and you could get a lot for Devontae Adams in certain in certain circles in the league. And I think they're going to take a harder look at that than they're going to take at Antonio Pierce being the head coach. Because this is what they how they're currently built. It won't work because there's not a good free agent quarterback out there that could change the trajectory of what they're going through. Kirk Cousins. So, Kirk Cousins going back to Minnesota. Sorry, bro. They love him. Uh, he loved him. Didn't you not see him at the, at the doing the skull, him and his kid, the shirt well, off? Still, well, he's under skull! contract right now. He's still in Minnesota. Listen, I mean, Aaron Rodgers still there. I mean, it's just he's under contract. Kirk Cousins is a Viking, bro. Let it go. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, as of right now, have the no the ninth most cap space in the NFL in 2024 at 53 million dollars to play with, and that's going to increase. They're going to move some of those parts because if you're not winning, a guy like Max Crosby is getting stats, but how is that helping you if you're at the end of the day you're not winning? So yeah. they need to rebuild that. They need to rebuild that team. They need to retool that organization because the owner's not going to change, but he needs people around him like they said, are going to be consistent. And if you get Jim Harbaugh, that's a decade of consistency because that's what you're going to have to pay him to come land there. So I don't – I think Jimmy the only Gar person – Jimmy Garoppolo is 12% of their cap next year. He's going to be gone. Well, it's dead cap money anyway. So if even if they move him, oy, oy, terrible, terrible, terrible. Who and did you, that and you did and, and you did that because of the head coach. No, because of the you, GM from the New England too, Dave Ziegler. They all came from New England bounce and this is and and this is why and so this is why i say that maybe the stability in that organization may continue because the person who's making those choices is the same person making those choices again yeah i want to tell you this and i and i and i i don't know if i'm agreeing with you or disagreeing with you because i think i'm i'm gonna warp an answer that that it's the best of both worlds they need stability 
and they need someone to come in and 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 put their foot down and make it their locker room in the NFL. I genuinely mm-hmm. believe that they need someone to do what Antonio Pierce has done to allow that team to create a culture of that team. Although Antonio Pierce, I feel like his culture is just do whatever you guys want in the locker room and then we'll be fine. Just make sure you play hard. But mm-hmm. I think that if they're available, if he's available, you got to get Jim Harbaugh. Because I think he brings all those things in his own way. Right, right. He brings all the things that 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 Max Crosby wants. He brings winning. He brings consistency. He brings success. He brings culture. He brings you know a format of what works, and he can do it in Las Vegas, where I think that I don't know what it is about that damn uniform. Like I just feel like when guys go there, it just doesn't work for whatever. I don't know why it doesn't work. I just don't get why it doesn't work. Sometimes even John Gruden didn't get it. And I think that Jim Harbaugh does and would get it. If he's available, you go after him. If not for anybody else, nobody else, you don't chase anybody else, you keep Antonio Pierce. So if Jim Harbaugh is like, thanks, but no thanks, like, all right, cool. We're going to keep Pierce in. Yeah, I I agree. I think, again, I think there's only two people that you would jettison him for, and it's Jim Harbaugh and and it's Bill Belichick. But I agree with you. I think they're over the Patriot way in Las Vegas. They had a yeah. sniff of it. They yeah, didn't like it. And you definitely, you definitely don't want the, the full edition because the full edition is Bill Belichick. And they, well, I, I, think, I don't think they want that. I don't think the players want that either. I think Bill Belichick leaves somewhere that already has a quarterback or someone that has a high draft pick to get a quarterback. I don't think he's going to go to a place where Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to be on your roster. I, I, I mean, he liked Jimmy Garoppolo. He wanted him. I wouldn't be, see this out. This is the problem about Bill Belichick. But Belichick loves to to prove that he's right, yeah. And I think he he got a he got him perceived. It's definitely that's the way he's perceived. That's for correct. Sure. He's not a mistake fixer. He's a I was right from the jump. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he took the Washington job and then brought in Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback to prove that I was always right about. See, see that face you make. Yeah. But yeah, but but the guy who they fired just did the same thing, and you know he's like, gonna be the offensive coordinator wherever Bill Belichick go. Yeah, I, I guess, but that was you know a very very small sample size in New England, and like you said, Jimmy Garoppolo, you look at his numbers in San Francisco, and you call it that's the system you threw him in. You threw him in Ra- with the Raiders, and Josh McDaniels was there. Josh McDaniels was there, and he yeah. did not look good. So I think no. that Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo is now your career backup. I think that's just the the path going forward for him. That's a great if, if if he's a backup, you and you and great you got the best backup in the league. If Jimmy Garoppolo is your backup, yep. Uh, Give me a better backup. Give me a better backup. Uh, a better backup than Jimmy Garoppolo. Jacoby Brissett, the ultimate backup. Get out of here. Get the ultimate backup. You give. You could have gave, gave me Garner Minshew. You could have gave me Minshew. I'd have been like, eh, okay, starter. that's a good point. Starter. He's a starter but, at the Colts. Refused to. He's he's this year. He's better than Anthony Richardson this year. This year, Anthony this Richardson year. played four games, dog. What exactly. Are we doing? And Gardner Minshew's better. That's what I'm saying. Minshew should have been the starter from the get. You, you doing that? You doing that? That's what you doing. That's what you doing. That's what team he's on. All right. Has he not led them on the brink to the playoffs? Anthony Richardson is a better quarterback than than Gardner Minshew. I hear you, but I disagree. I hear you, and I disagree. Just not yet. Nah. I see it. I saw stuff. Just not yet. You saw stuff. You, you saw like it. The, you don't like the gunslingers. You for a guy that goes pew pew pew. You don't like the gunslingers, man. Like Gardner it's, Minshew it's not, is the ultimate. Gardner Minshew is 
kind of like 70% of Brett Favre. Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, like, whoa. With what? No arm, he doesn't have the arm talent or the accuracy, but everything else is Brett Favre. Everything else. Everything else. I'm just going to chuck it. I'm going to run sometimes. My my his mentality is kind of the same. He just doesn't have the arm strength or accuracy to get it where Brett Favre did it. He's the same thing. He's the same thing. So he steals money from poor people too. No, you am talking about football. You always had to go. There. I knew oh, you were gonna go there. Oh, I knew you were gonna oh, go there. Oh, but by the way, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Gardner Minshew does that. Nobody does. Does he does he send uh D picks to reporters? See I female reporters. I'm asking you. A, I'm asking you questions. I'm trying to think of a better name. That's just what I had in my brain. I'm asking you questions. I'm just saying. Yeah. You said they don't like. I don't know. <laughs> okay, then. So you're not saying he don't. You just said no, you don't not. know. I just don't know. I just don't so, know. No, man. Listen, Gardner Mitchell had a great year. Gardner Mitchell is a great substitute teacher, man. He makes sure kids get the assignments. They make sure they get them all turned in on time. He ain't, he ain't the guy. He ain't the full-time guy. No, he's doing a great he, job. He's doing a great job. I take my head off to Gardner Minshew. It's been a great season for the Colts. As much as I, will, I want to see Jim Mercer lose at all times every day, Gardner Minshew's done a great job for that organization, and he's been he's been fantastic. So good for him. Huge, they got a huge game on Saturday. Huge game on Saturday against who probably is going to be the rookie of the year in the Texans. Saturday night, Texans versus Colts in Indianapolis. Okay, so let me Houston, ask you a question. One-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Gardner Minshew or uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Who are you picking? As a backup or just yeah. in general? In, I mean, as, in, as a backup in general, and in general. Gardner in general. Minshew. Gardner Minshew. And as a backup. Gardner Minshew. So you guys, you got. Wow. All right. Give me Fitzmagic, dog. Give me Fitzmagic. For like a half. But I'm saying, like, if you if someone's got to come in for like three or four games in a row. Give me Fitzmagic, dog. I feel you. I feel you. But I see, I see thing, Fitzmagic like, do it. That there's a lot of dudes out there like that. You're like, oh wow. I think Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, you're talking about be, one. You're talking about you're talking Ryan about Tannehill, one right now. Ryan Tannehill is going to be one of those dudes. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. I don't see why Carson Wentz was out of the league. Like, I don't think was he that terrible as a starter. I guess, but like to be out of the league from what we've seen this year. Listen, I'm a, I, I, you know, I'm a Carson Wentz fan. Carson yeah. Wentz and Robert Griffin III have something in common that a lot of people don't talk about. They got blackballed. No, they were bad teammates. Oh, okay. There, there are a lot of reports that they don't like to study film. There are a lot of reports that they were adverse to coaching. So, I believe those things to be true because when okay. you have a guy like you have a guy like Carson Wentz who has talent, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, some way it just don't look right. Not working. Robert yeah. Griffin III got hurt a lot, but had talent. But for some got reason, it just didn't work. Yeah, got hurt a lot. Anthony Richardson played four games, got hurt every game. Like every, that's his, he got hurt that's every his, single that's, game. That's he got hurt every game, and he it wasn't like every, all four games. It was like knee, shoulder, concussion, shoulder out for the season. Like, like he got hurt every that, game. Honestly, that I guess like I've always said, like Josh Allen, he's at his best when you let him run. He's at his absolute best when you let him run. The way Cam Newton was at his best when you let him run. When you turn right. Josh Allen, when you turn Cam Newton into pocket passers, Lamar Jackson into pocket passers. They're, they're ineffective. Just not as great as they could be. Correct. And I always say, I'd rather have eight to 10 years of excellent Josh Allen than to have 15 or 20 mediocre years of Josh Allen. 
Anthony Richardson might be proving my point wrong because if you let someone just run wild, you may only get Ooh. four games a year out of Josh <laughs> Allen. And this year, I mean, Josh Allen goes into week 18 with a shoulder stinger and a messed up finger because oh, they let man. him run last week. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. Uh, bad. By get the way, get healthy, Josh Richardson. Get healthy. Anthony Richardson. That, you, that is too. the. Uh, it, do you really think he was that good in those four games? Absolutely. See, but you, but, but you got to understand, I'm watching it from a different perspective. I like playmakers. I like guys who can you make like things stuff. happen. Right. I'm a stuff guy. I don't need you to see. I don't need you to pass for 300 yards. I don't need that. Give me 240 and run for 60. Because to me, that'll get me further in the NFL, the modern day NFL, than passing for 400 yards. Because that's not that's not going to happen a lot. Yeah. So the problem is, if I feel you, I understand what you're saying. But the problem is, if you have brittle bone disease, then maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Well, listen, I didn't. I, who knew? Who knew? Who knew? It's so, but, it's so funny in his in his wins in Anthony Richardson's <laughs> wins, he threw for fifty six and threw for ninety eight yards in his wins. My, in his losses, right in his losses, he threw for two hundred and two hundred and twenty three. Yeah, so you don't want that. Run, <laughs> brother, run, yeah. run, young yeah, fella. But in those two wins, when he only ran or when he rushed, what is throw threw for under hundred? I think that's when his shoulders like broke both of them. So there you go. It's cold. It's a cold. Ah, Friday. What a day. What a day. Friday today, huh? What a day. I get, love it. Get healthy, young fella. Get healthy. Come on back. Give me FOMO. <laughs> when we come back, we will get into uh, the Aztecs. Huge game on national television tomorrow. Uh, and when I mean national television, I mean big network television ooh, tomorrow. The ooh. Aztecs. Yep. Against the rival UNLV. Uh, also, a big game for USD. We'll explain next. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Kaplan and Crew on a Friday. Grande, grande, grande. And wow. Grande. <laughs> started reading before I started. Is, is, is grande the guy who doesn't wear glasses? Yeah. Grande, 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 grande. There you go. There we go. We're brought to you. friends <laughs> over at Price Picks. It is a flex them Friday. Flex on them. Flex Friday. Protected play. Win or your cash back up to $20. Must opt in. Tap the checkbox in your entry builder and place the flex entry on Friday to qualify. So if you lose, you get $20 back in uh, in play cash. So today's your day, Brown. You've been so ice cold. You got to go opt in for Flex Friday. You know what I'm saying? Already in. Did you already, already have in. your card? We got, what you mean? You have your picks already. You ready to go? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm taking LeBron James and Caitlin Clark for over 62 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if she's going to be dropping 40, that seems like light work. That's in, that's in specials, by the a, way. You think this is a bounce-back game for LeBron? I think this is a – it's not my fault we're going to fire the coach game for LeBron. Mm. And I got mm. Jalen Brown for more than 23.5 points against uh, the Utah Jazz because, again, I'm doing onesie-twosies because I got to get my bounce-back game right. Yeah, that's under specials, uh, LeBron and Caitlin Clark. Um, and on college football, it's still there. Ooh. Michael Penix has gone up. If you missed it, it was 297 and a half. Now it's 300 and a half for Michael Penix on Monday in the national championship. JJ McCarthy pass yards 200.5. So there you go. I'll tell you right now, I don't care what the number is for Michael Penix. I'm taking it. Take it. I'm taking Take that Michael Penix number. I don't it. care what it is. It was 300.5 right now. 
Uh, go opt in. Make sure you opt in to get that Flex Friday option at Price Picks. And if you have yet to do it, uh, you get your first deposit matched up to $100 for great friends, pricepicks.com slash great friends. Browner, before we move on to the San Diego State and USD, they have big weekends this weekend uh, with their schedule. Uh, let's do our NFL picks. And to recap, because we didn't do NFL Week 17, we were off last week. But dude, I'm crushing it on here. I am making money through 16 Ooh. weeks of the season. Last week or week 16, I went three and one. I am now 31, 20, and three. So I will win this no matter what. I don't think, I, oh, wait. No, I will win. No, this not really. No, oh, yeah, you will. if you go four and zero, all you get is a thirty. So, uh, shout out to me. First Scott week, is twenty five, twenty three, and three. Browner, you're twenty six, twenty two, and three. And listen, mm. any gambler would love to have our records. I'll tell you Absolutely, any gambler would love to have our records. But I feel like we're about to get screwed because I don't know who's playing and I don't know how hard <laughs> they're going to be playing. And we're about to make our picks <laughs> in week for NFL Week eighteen. We'll start off. Kansas City Chiefs at LA Chargers. This is Easton Stick versus uh who's the bad Blaine Gabbert. Uh the Chargers are favored by three and a half points. Uh, I'll let you go first on this one. I picked we all picked Buffalo to crush the Chargers, by the way, and we all lost that one. Which on is insane. The day before Christmas Eve. Which is Saturday utterly insane. Game. Yeah. I mean, the Bill, the Bills won, but anyway. I, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs for this reason. Their wide receiver core, they all got to get out there because they all still got something to prove. And yeah. any Patrick Mahomes quarterback, he's not some rookie who ain't you know who don't know what he's doing in the league. They, he always has a, a confident, consistent backup, a guy who can come in and run the offense. Now, again, I'm not saying that this guy can save the day, mm -hmm. but, but he should be able to outdo Easton Stick. So, And if he can't, he's going to be unemployed next year. Uh, so I think these wide receivers have a lot to prove and they got to stay in game shape because they drop way too many passes. And so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see if the Chiefs can come through on this one. Yeah, in a year where the Chargers, when they tried, weren't good, do you think they're going to go out there and try their ass off in the final the game? Last no Keenan Allen, no Justin Herbert. Man, if I'm the Chargers, I don't let Joey Bosa put even pads on. I don't let Derwin Khalil James Mack. put pads on. I don't let Khalil Mack, he's probably going to bounce just contractually so you could put he might be chasing some sort of sack record and oh, i think he got his 100th career sack last week right so uh even if they tried the chargers have put seven 21 22 and nine points on the board in the last four weeks they've lost four in a row they've lost seven of their last eight games and the one game they won was the patriots when they won six to nothing uh, i will Yikes. take the chiefs as well plus three and a half this is about as terrible of a year as you can have but guess what they're gonna go out and get another coordinator to be their first time head coach they're going to probably promote from within for their GM, and they're going to have a high draft pick, probably do excellent with their first-round pick, and we'll be right back here next year because <laughs> that's what they do. Chiefs plus three and a half. We go on to the Rams at the 49ers, San Francisco, Santa Clara Stadium. Excuse me, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. 125 kickoff as well. Uh, Rams at 49ers. Uh, 49ers are not playing Brock Purdy. No word yet on like Trent Williams and Debo Samuel and all those guys, but no McCaffrey, no Purdy, no Stafford for the Rams. Puka's chasing a record. 49ers are four-point favorites in San Francisco. Browner, I will go first, and I'll just say, I think I have a very, very terrible read on this game. Ooh. Like I really don't know how it's going to go. This is one of the ones I was really questioning. 
Uh, so for that reason, I'll just take the team that's giving me points. I'll take those plus four by the Rams. I don't know if they'll win. I don't know where we're going to watch. I don't know who's going to watch. But uh, yeah, I'll take the Rams plus four just because they're giving me points. If it was the Niners were, were the underdog, I would have taken them too. So there you go. <clears throat> it's very easy for me. I'm going with the Rams. Oh, man. Because I leave my ability. I'm trying to my beat, dog you're trying to beat Scott no, by no, copying no. my picks. No, I'm not trying to. You, I went first last time. What you talking about? And I'm going because you know I'm a Carson Wentz guy. Mm. I don't mind Sam. I don't mind Sam Darnold, but I'm going with Carson Wentz because this is a great opportunity for him to put some tape out there to show that he still got it, that he can be a backup somewhere else in the league next year, and he's learned how to get along. He's learned how to accept coaching, and in the Sean McVay offense, I want to see if he has the ability to zip that thing around still. So yeah, I'm going too. with I'm going with Mr. Top 5 himself and the Rams. All right. I like it. I forgot he was playing. I forgot who the backup See? was for the Rams. See? I don't know why I forgot. Uh, breaking news out of the Raiders, Antonio Pierce says the Raiders will play, quote, everybody in week 18. And the Raiders, that's our next game that we're picking. They're taking on the Denver Broncos. Jared Stidham, the Raiders. Stidham. The Raiders in Vegas, three-point favorites. Um, Yeah. So the Raiders are playing everybody. And the Broncos are going with Jared Stidham. Browner? Stidham! Uh, <clears throat> I'm just going with the Raiders. I'm going yeah. with the Raiders. <laughs> we're, we're just going to pick the same all, all game, I guess. I'm going, I'm going with the Raiders. Again, if you tell me all your guys playing in a week where ain't nobody playing, I'm going with you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Even if even if Russell Wilson was playing, I still think the Raiders are going to try harder to go out the bank right. to try and tell Mark Davis keep this guy. Like, look at how well we're finishing the season. We playing for our winning. coach. Yeah, uh, I think I I think the Raiders is probably the easiest money of the weekend to be honest. Well, maybe Buffalo, Buffalo, that's kind of easy money too. They're three point favorites, and it's just like, dude, the Dolphins got nobody. Everybody's hurt on the Dolphins. The um, Dolphins, everybody's hurt on the Dolphins, and the Dolphins appear to be frauds. So here the Dolphins are. Yeah, that doesn't help either. Here the Dolphins are against a good team in a meaningful game. Do you think they're going to show up? Because I don't. No. No, I don't. Uh, but Raiders minus three. Browner, final picks. You will pick. In, uh, I'll let you go last because your game actually matters. Well, mine technically matters for seeding and if you guys do your job and the Seahawks lose, then I guess the game does matter for us. The Detroit Lions are favored by three and a half points over the Minnesota Vikings in Detroit, 10 a.m. Uh, Nick Mullins is back. And after me complaining my brains out about Nick Mullins and then watching Jaron Hall throw for about 50 yards against the Packers on Sunday, at least Nick Mullins can move the ball. Uh, I oh. still will take the Detroit Lions to win this game outright and cover because. The Vikings are just, they're just, everybody's injured on their team. Everybody, like everybody, except Justin Jefferson. As soon as Justin Jefferson came back, the rest of the team started falling apart. So I will take oh. Detroit minus three and a half. And I pray to the football gods oh. that they extend oh. Justin Jefferson this offseason and end this stupid circulation of that where they're not going to do it. They're not going to let him go. Okay. They're just not. Who said they were? Who said they were? All these people that, oh, he's unhappy because he's not doesn't have a contract extension yet. He wants to be this. He wants to be that. Whatever Justin Jefferson wants, he deserves. The way Tyreek Hill, whatever he wanted, he deserves. Like, Justin Jefferson oh, is that good. Jamar Chase is that good. You, you got to do it. 
Justin Jefferson finna break the bank. They, they what you gonna do? Not listen. The Vikings are have known to be a very consistent organization. Yeah, they don't do dumb things. They don't do really crazy smart things. They do the obvious. See Kirk Cousins. They do the obvious. The obvious. And they pay thing. their players. They do pay their players. And they pay. That's why I didn't have. That's why I thought what happened with Daniel Hunter this year was weird. But they pay well, their coming players. Off in, coming off injuries. That's why. But yeah, he's so good too. I don't think they're going to pay him. So you you're going to pay Justin Jefferson because of his youth and because of his popularity. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I don't understand why there would be any comment. Whoever said he's not happy. I think that's just that's normal football talk about a guy it who was, doesn't have a contract. It was when he got hurt, and they're like, "Oh, he's just going to shut it down because he doesn't have an extension." And he, he didn't. Wanted, and then every time they showed him on the sideline, they'd be like, "Oh, look how miserable he is." It's just that classic like Twitter talk. But I think that the Vikings would be stupid, foolish, whatever word you want to use to not extend Justin Jefferson. We can use the twenty twenty three word of the year. That's true. It would be malpractice. It would be. It, it would, would be. be. All right, we'll wrap it up, Browner, because you are picking your game, your Super Bowl. You didn't make the playoffs, but you get to play the role of spoiler against your rival. Wouldn't that feel like a freaking – first of all, your boy, Justin Fields. Let me hype you up, Doc. <clears throat> You're 0-5. I need, I need it? Oh, okay. You're 0-5 in Lambeau against Matt LaFleur. You've never beaten Matt LaFleur. You have Aaron Rodgers yapping about how still to this day Aaron Rodgers is on interviews yapping about how Green Bay owns the Bears and now you got your boy Justin Fields you guys are up on, on the up you have the number one pick again but yet you look good you got a good defense Justin Fields on a roll and now you get to go to Lambeau and if you beat them they don't make the playoffs if you beat them you get to send them packing and you get to finish your season on a high note. And you get to get the number one overall pick. Browner, you're underdog by three points. Tell me what you're going to do. It's always great to be able to finish your season, which wasn't it, it didn't go the way you wanted it to. But once you start trending up, you get to make sure somebody else don't go too. Mm-hmm. That, this is like a college bowl game. At the end of the year, yeah, we didn't win the championship. We also go make sure you go home sad. You will not get in because we will make sure you don't get in. Yeah. And I, I think that this is going to be a massive game for all the players in that locker room because there's questions about your coach and there's questions about your quarterback. This has a Antonio Pierce Raiders feel to it where guys are playing hard to the to the last second because they know that other people's jobs on the line who they like people who they want around and if you want these guys around you will go out here and take advantage the bears have won five, i think it's five of their last seven Ooh. and they've won and they've won three in a row they've got Damn. the most interceptions in football that is a real stat you can look that up and they've played unbelievable football for them since acquiring montez sweat yeah since acquiring Montez Sweat and Justin Fields coming back from injury, Chicago Bears have been one of the best teams in football. I know that sounds insane, but look at that, look at it on paper. Yeah. Justin Fields has had a high quarterback rating. He's been mm-hmm. efficient. He hasn't been turning the ball over. And Montez Whoa. Sweat has been creating pressure on that defensive line, which has allowed other guys to make plays. So it I mean, looks I mean, to I me. Don't wanna, I don't want to 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It looks to me that this is what people thought they would get at the beginning of the season, and they didn't. And we owe Green Bay because we started the season on a funker mm. because we weren't in our right mind due to our offensive coordinator not playing to the strengths of Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And But we, we are where we are now because they seem to be on the same page. So I think our offense is going to be great. I yeah. think our defense is going to be great. And I told y'all to oh. start the season. Jordan Love was an NFL quarterback when people were poo-pooing him. I thought that what I saw from him in that game, I thought he was very good. Not very. I thought he was good. good. I thought he would be a serviceable quarterback. He would make it in the league. And here yeah. we are. And Bears. Minus three. What do you mean, and? Plus three. Bears. Plus three. Bears are uh, plus three. Bears going to win this game by a touchdown. Do me a favor uh, while I correct some of the things you said. Turn your mic down a tiny bit. I don't know what happened in the last 30 seconds, but it got really loud. Either. Uh, Is it we back? Better. Yeah, uh, I think so. Uh, okay. I don't want to put a damper in anything you just said because I am rooting hard for the Bears. Go ahead. Wear blanket. Wear blanket. You, you, you've won two in a row, not three in a row. Who was I was three. Okay. You have oh, yeah, won. We dropped the Hail Mary. You're right. You have, you have won four of your last five. You have won uh, five of your last seven. But that's what I said, right? That's what I said, right? I don't remember you said five of seven. Five no, don't six. tell me who they came against. Don't tell me who they came against. Don't well, that's that. my only concern. That's my only concern is that your wins uh-huh. did come against the Panthers, the Vikings, the Cardinals, and the Falcons. And yeah, you have a win against the Lions in there, but you did lose to the Lions and you lost to the Browns, both on the road. And this now, game's let, on the road. Let me break a little something down to you. We lost in Cleveland because the guy dropped the Hail Mary in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Fell right into his lap. You got to catch that ball. He don't. Bears lose, okay? The Bears had a 12-point lead, I think it was, with six minutes left against the Lions in Detroit and yeah. smoked that game off. That was the mo- I think that was one of the most historic losses in franchise history, that one right there. That's so bad. you pull that one off, mm-hmm. and you catch that ball in the end zone, we the playoff team. That's simple. Right. That's simple. So. I don't I don't see these drops happening in Green Bay like they happened in Cleveland. And I don't see us choking like we did at the end against Detroit because we came back, we bounced back, and we beat Detroit. A double yeah. a double digit win team. And after all the smoke and after all the love the Packers received, and after all the Bears are gonna fire their coach, which I was in favor for by week five, but don't ask me about that. At the end of this year, yeah, we could be looking at a standings where the Bears are eight and nine and the Packers are eight and nine. Wow. And the let Vikings that, could be A and nine. Let that sink in. <laughs> let that sink in. Yep. 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 Well, the Packers didn't look good for a long part time of the season either. Correct. They, really they had a young they had a young quarterback who had to find his way. I, yeah. I'll say this about what happened with Jordan Love this year. Jordan Love got a lot of flack because he was had been in the league for three years, but he hadn't played. And when he got yeah. out there, he was struggling, and the coach had the handcuffs on him to try to protect him and throw more interceptions. Once they realized. He did throw he a, threw lot. a lot of interceptions. Once they realized, all right, man, listen, either you're going to sink or you're going to swim, the dude turned into Michael Phelps. So yeah. I think I know. I thought he was going to be okay. I thought he was going to be serviceable. Other people thought he was going to be bad. Now they back on the Jordan Love bandwagon. Oh, he's a franchise quarterback. I didn't say that. I didn't say that, but he's an NFL quarterback, no doubt. So, and by the way, I feel the same way about Trey Lance. You just need the opportunity. Right, that I don't that I don't agree with, but it's funny. Everything you said about Jordan Love, I say the same exact thing about Justin Fields. Yeah, like some some people think he's a franchise guy. I think he's going to be a serviceable quarterback in the NFL. That's just what I think. 
I just hate See, that they're I, both in the division because I do feel like they both have high upside, which is very annoying to me. The reason why I think Justin Fields is going to be a franchise quarterback and a superstar is because when a play breaks down, he has the ability to create large chunks of yards. Mm. And they've never had a solid offensive line. They The offensive line is okay. It's not good. It's just okay. So at the start of next year, if they keep him, you will have a good offensive line looking to be great. So if you give him that, even if you keep all the weapons they have now, if you give him a solid offensive line, I think you're going to see a, a, a MVP level player. MVP level player. You MVP heard it. MVP level first. player. You heard it here. With the, with the, by the way, first. with or without the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, so this weekend, not a lot of games matter, and I bet you the ratings will still be killer. I saw this tweet from Joe Pompliano. <laughs> uh, Joe Pompliano, if you don't follow him, he just tweets out really, really fascinating like business side stuff. Uh, and he tweeted this graphic out earlier today of the 100 most watched events in 2023, 100 of the most watched uh, events in the U S not sporting, just, uh, just things on TV. And you want to take a guess at how many the NFL accounted for of the 100 most watched things in 2023. Of the hundred, yeah. So I would say, the, uh, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about. I'm literally telling you everything out there: a television yeah. show, seventy, a debate, an, uh, seventy, or whatever. Okay, seven. So out of one hundred, the one hundred most watched things in 2023, ninety-three of them were NFL games. Yeah. And if you include college football, ninety-six of the top one hundred things watched. In the U.S. this year, we're football. Here you go. You had a debate that was 21st. You had the Oscars that were 60th. You had the Thanksgiving parade somehow that was 45th. <laughs> and um, there was one more, and I can't seem to find it. Well, maybe that was it. Maybe those are just you, political you can't programming. See the turkey. The turkey makes it look like a football. It does make it look like a football. Uh, but yeah, a debate, the Thanksgiving parade, the Oscars. Oh, and it was the Super Bowl lead out. So it wasn't a game, but it was still football related. So this week, when none of these games really matter, I bet you the ratings will still be monstrous because they have us. So the next time somebody tells you that Fox and ESPN and, and Amazon paid $50 billion to televise these games. You get why. If I, if I told you there was a hit show and all you had to do was buy it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Yeah, you could literally throw out, you know, Easton Stick and Blaine Gabbert and 10 to 15 to 20 million people are still going to watch. We'll Wouldn't still you watch it? it. When we come back, we will finally get into the San Diego State uh, weekend and we'll get into highlight of the day. When we come back, this is Kaplan and crew. All right, everybody, welcome back to Kaplan and crew grande browner final segment of the week for the radio and if you're watching on youtube we will have a little bit more center coming up next but this is our final segment of the week on the mightier 1090 and this is not going on tv because i already did that and we got to do how of the day here and they don't allow us to do that on tv because of the tory anyways uh browner word of advice if you're going to do a radio slash television slash podcast slash audio thing um don't drink jamba juice in between the show i have seeds all up in my mouth Everywhere, everywhere. I cannot get them out. I had a blackberry 
a blueberry, raspberry, blackberry, banana shake, Jamba Juice thing, all over, everywhere. And I've been trying to get them out, but then I get them all out, and then I go for another drink, and now they're back in there. Just word of advice. You know, I always tell like people don't eat or don't do this. Like, don't drink Jamba Juice while you're doing this. It's very distracting. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to find a Jamba Juice, man. It's one in Hillcrest, off Robinson. And do you like? Do you six... like that? Um, that juice at Juice Place, um, behind the brewery. You know, like there's a Target, the brewery. Oh, dude, Senor Mangoes is the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good. Senor place. Mangoes is the best. Shout out to Senor Mangoes here in North Park. There's two of them, by the way. There's one over, uh, by Fall, I think. Same, pl same place. So good. Mm -hmm. Would you ever eat a right. torta? Well, I don't even know what that is. It's a sandwich. Just on a torta uh, bread. It's a torta bread. That's why it's called a torta. It's like a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, like, it, well, listen. Like I, a little Mexicanified. So, super good, dude. You should go to Senior Mangoes and get a ham torta. You won't regret it. Promise. This is what people told me about that nasty-ass Cuban sandwich we had when we went to Florida for the Super Bowl before COVID. You don't kept seem about, like a pickles and kind of guy, though. And all I kept hearing was about the Cuban sandwich. Oh, the Cuban sandwich. That thing was dry whoa, and, and, and disgusting. Okay. okay. It already I, I, added to my dislike for Cubans to begin with. So man. now it's doubled up. Uh, I will say this. I do well, I don't think like South Florida Cubans. I'm sorry. Let me be very clear. Let me be let me be 100 percent direct because that's don't need to clarify. We could have just moved on. We could have just moved on. We didn't need I don't like South Florida Cubans. Okay. I love their coffee. I was a, officially addicted. I think oh, yeah, I you had, was going hard on the you coffee. Remember? Yeah. You remember? Bro? Yes, Dude. Yes. Oh my God. I was like, like I was so wired. <laughs> Dude, first of all, if you make me take a red eye, I'm screwed that whole week. Like, that's just me. Okay? <laughs> like, if you make me take a red eye, I am just screwed for the week. I got to live off caffeine. And when I tasted my first South Florida Cuban coffee, I was like, this is life. I need this. And everywhere we went, everywhere we went, I got one. Whether it be whatever, a cortado, a shot, whatever it was, I had one. And then, they, and then the NFL hires these nice Cuban ladies to make coffee at Radio Row. Yeah. Done. Dude. You was cooked, bro. You was cooked. Dude. Wired like crazy. Like that. I'm surprised well, I'm not was, dead. You, you enjoyed that more than the trip. That was the highlight of the trip for you. You were drinking them things all the time. I came home and I Googled best Cuban coffee in San Diego. <laughs> and I just been dude, it's so good. Is it, so wait, so what's that place on the corner of uh 30th and uh across from the auto zone by Red Wings? Is that a Cuban place? Is that a Cuban coffee place? Roast, what, what's, so it's it's one block south of Red Wings, it's right on the corner, it's next to Bivouac. The coffee. Oh, place. that's Saigon coffee. That's 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 uh Vietnamese. Vietnamese, so good. Oh my bad, dude. That's that good? place, that place, so good. They've already shut down two coffee shops on that street because everyone going to Saigon coffee. No way. Parabola shut down. Hob Coffee okay. shut down. But now Hob oh, Coffee yeah. turned into something else. Lazy Dog or something like Lazy Eye or something. Yeah, that's that crazy. place is. Here's my thing, and this is so like lazy North eye. Park of us because Scott Do Rangers, we don't have to North it. County this thing. Saigon Coffee. Listen to me. In North Park. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen, the way I went on Caltrans, this is a direct shot. This ain't a stray. <laughs> Fix your hours. Fix Ooh. your hours. If you're going to be a coffee shop Ooh. and you don't open till nine, 
and you close at three, come on, what are we doing? You know what they it ain't about it ain't about y'all wake up early people. That ain't it ain't about the coffee, no. bro. It's about the trend. It's yeah. about the trend because that place is popping. Dude, there's a line every day. During every winter break, day. During winter break, it doesn't matter if you went at nine, at ten, at one, at two, at three. When they were closing, there was a line. I was like, dude, yeah, it has become, but it's bomb. It is bomb. It is bomb. I've had every single one of their coffees already there. It's so I've had good. none. I've had it's I'm very, not a big coffee guy. They also have teas. Okay. Like iced teas. That. Yeah, you might have to add. You might have to ask for a lot of sugar because one I had was not sweet at all. Yeah, so, no. See, I need I need yeah. mine on that diabetic level of sugar. Up in yeah. there. By the way, uh, been emailing the NFL. Be like, yo, uh, what's the deal, yo? Like, normally yeah, right now we, we already got, no, no. They're like, we haven't told anybody yet. And it's like, how do you expect people to plan a trip to Las Vegas in four weeks? What's the holdup? They're like, we are still reviewing applications. We will be letting people know soon. It's like, uh, okay. Uh, you want to hurry up? So I told Scott, I was like, you want to call Scott doing? Yeah, like, what, can you can you just reach out? Maybe he low-key don't want to go. Maybe he low-key don't want to go. I don't think he wants to go. I, I genuinely yeah. agree. He doesn't want to go. I absolutely 100% agree with you. He does not want to go. That, that's probably the problem with it. He, yeah, because he didn't have FOMO like, yet. Now we got to go get sponsored. Now we got to go get hotel. Now we got to go travel. Now we got to, it's like another thing on his, he doesn't have the bandwidth to do it. So that's why he doesn't want to go. Yeah. I should text cousin. Makes sense. Let me see if she's going to be there or what. But that's anyways, that Super Bowl is coming up uh, this weekend. Browner, um, huge weekend for San Diego college basketball. First of all, San Diego state Aztecs, they are hosting UNLV Saturday. Oh. 1 p.m. on CBS, not CBS Sports Network, not any other CBS, the big CBS, Channel 8 in San Diego, UNLV at San Diego State. The Aztecs, the line open at four and a half. I've seen lines up to five and a half. So far, they're 12 and two, unranked, but if they win this game, they will definitely be ranked. Um, UNLV, seven and five. They do score a lot. And they have pretty good defense so far this year, but the record doesn't indicate how good they might be. But Browner, we talk about respect. We talk about not having it. We talk about what we want to be. We talk about where we were last year, how we want to be every be there every year. I was at Viejas on Wednesday night. You look around, there is a ton of banners. And you know how cocky San Diego State fans are now? My, I was with a buddy of mine, and he goes, they got to take some of these banners down. Like, you can't have an NIT banner up there when you've been to Not the no national mo. championship. Not no more. That's Not where no we mo. are as a program now. We're complaining that we have too many banners up on the ceiling. I love that for us. I love that for the Aztecs. I love that for the program and Brian Dutcher, that people are complaining at what banners you put up there. You made it to the finals of the NIT. Who cares? You made it. You won this. You won that. Who cares? You were in the national championship in 2022, 2023. That is the standard from now on. Obviously, that's a really difficult standard to ask, but that is a very difficult standard to but ask. With, but this is the kind of thing where you are, you have this platform where you can't say, "Oh, it was a seven thirty, it was a seven thirty p.m., ten thirty Eastern tip off against Fresno State on CBS Sports Network or Fox Sports One." No, this is a one p.m. prime time on the East Coast on CBS against your rival at home. Show up, show out, and show this country and those voters what the San Diego State program is and will continue to be. Start tomorrow. This is your chance. 
wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I think they already made their statement by making it to the national championship game one and two following. Really not. Well, you gotta. I would. I would say this. If you look at, and I'm not comparing the two programs because I think San Diego State is far much, far better and far more established than the program I'm about to bring up. But if you remember when Florida Gulf Coast made it to the Final Four, mm-hmm. and in the following year, they were not ranked at all. Oh, they lost they didn't. Coach. They lost Andy Edfield, but they also won, I think, like 12 straight after that and ended up back in the, back in the tournament the following year. So... The consistency, the cons- the national consistency has to continue so you don't have to be added in those corners of the Florida Gulf Coast where you'll start getting ranked just because people see your name and they see that you won, you, you've got more wins than losses. Now, all of a sudden, you're still ranked no matter who you lose to. Yeah. That's, where they, that's where they need to get to. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, without going out tomorrow and beating UNLV the way they're supposed to, Let's say they lose. That's what voters are waiting for to be like, see, told you. It was a fluke last year. That's why they weren't ranked this week after beating Gonzaga. This is what they are. So don't give them that opportunity. Show them what you really are because you're not getting that respect after going to a national championship, even though you have been. And 2020, you were going to be a one seed, but it never happened. So you never got to showcase right. that. You never got to showcase that. So this is that's my point, Brenner, is this is your opportunity to go out there to show voters in their face what you are. Look as good as you looked against Fresno State. This is your opportunity. You don't have too many of these chances to go out there and show them because you're not on this platform very often. You're not Kansas Mm -hmm. as far as television ratings go. So go out there, prove what you got, and guess what? Next Saturday, you get to do it again because you're on CBS next Saturday when you go to New Mexico. Back-to-back, oh, you got a game in between too, but back-to-back Saturdays, that you get to go prove to these voters who you are and that you belong and that you should be still ranked even though you lose to a team, just like Gonzaga is ranked when they lost to you. That's my point, JP. I get what you're saying. And there have been other examples of what San Diego State did. But the consistency that San Diego State has been under Steve Fisher and Brian Dutcher is not Florida Gulf Coast. And And the respect that San Diego State is getting is not equivalent to the success that they should, that they have shown. I, you're correct. What I would say, the only thing that has hurt San Diego State, in addition to their consistency, they build their programs off transfers. And even when Gonzaga was building their program, they were doing it with Adam Morrison. They were doing it now with like the Drew Timmies, the the, the Jalen Suggs. Like they were doing it with high level guys who were getting drafted in the first round and in the lottery. Now Adam Morrison turned out to be a bust, but nevertheless. Still the third pick in the draft. When you look at other programs who don't necessarily win every year, like, say, Michigan State. People love Michigan State. They love Tom Izzo. They don't really win a lot. They have that. I would argue that San Diego State over the last decade has been better than Michigan State. But Michigan State is in a better conference and they send more guys to the NBA. Well, you know what? That might not even be true. Mm -hmm. They, They send the same number of guys to the NBA. So it's just a matter of how you're out there. And when you're out there, visible, it's very, like you said, it's very important for them to succeed. So with the conference dragging you down, you have to find, you have to find ways to be front of mind to people. And I think without being able to get A1 blue chip players, winning is the only other way. 
And sometimes that won't even get you ranked as we see because we're in the current situation we're in now. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's going to be a great, great time. Hopefully that the Essex just go out there and uh, just just win. You know, that's what I got to do is these teams that are not as good as the other top teams in the Mountain West. You just got to go out there and show what you got. I know that there's this big whole thing happening at they call it the courtyard. I think it's debuting right in front of Yeha Serena next to the arc. They're doing like a whole pregame thing. They have like a big flat screen out front games. So you going? Like, uh, I can't go tomorrow, unfortunately. I, I really want to, but I will be back again. I just can't go tomorrow. Um, I don't even. My couch to to kicked you out. I'm not. Yeah, they don't even let me ride the freeways anymore. I get pulled over <laughs> as soon as they go on there after putting that rant out there. Uh, but Browner, San Diego State is not the only one with a huge game this weekend, because that team that San Diego State beat that wanted all that respect. Guess who USD is playing tomorrow at six o'clock? Well, they got smoked Gonzaga. by St. Mary's. Oh, they, got, smoke they lost. Game. They lost to St. Mary's yesterday. But they got hey, smoked they're by ten. Mary's. They're ten and six. Steve Lavin is doing his thing. They're turning that program around. They lost their athletic director for all the wrong reasons, and and they're going through. But Steve Lavin is in his second year. They're ten and six, uh, and now they go and they get to take on Gonzaga in Spokane. And yeah, they got smoked. They lost by 11 yesterday. They did lose to Fresno State, the team that the Aztecs just smoked. But, hey, it's year two. I'm giving them a little time. Steve Lavin's got the name. And now you get to go up to Gonzaga and take take on the 24th-ranked team in the country. I would ask Steve Lavin a very simple question. Steve Lavin, you've been here for two years. Please tell me that you have the name and phone numbers of the top recruits in San Diego County. Because that's the way you're going to grow that program. You're not going to overcome San Diego State by going outside of the city and doing and, and trying to recruit foreign players because they get a lot of foreign players at, mm-hmm. at USD. That, that's not the way to go. Like, they're smart kids in San Diego County who are also good basketball players. And San Diego's, USD is a very nice campus. It's a very prestigious university. And if you get a coach like Steve Lavin, you should be able to start to get some of these kids. And right now, right now, this could change. I don't see it. Yeah, I got to I I'd have to do a deep dive into their roster to tell you exactly uh where they're from. Uh I I do see just a quick quick glance. They got one dude from Romania. They got a dude from Canada, a dude from Argentina, and a lot of dudes from California. A lot of dudes from LA, the LA the LA area and two in San Diego. So there you go. There you go. All right, so good luck that to USD. Uh, good luck to USD. As a San Diego State fan, I would assume that I don't want USD to beat Gonzaga because that then that that win really really d- d- diminish, especially if you get to do it in Spokane. But just put up a fight, go up there and and do your thing, USD. I support you. I'm rooting for you. And then Gonzaga comes to uh, was it the Slim Jim, Jenny Craig, whatever mm-hmm. it's called now. They come mm-hmm. in January the USD's arena. They come. January 20th. Browner, let's wrap up the week with a little highlight of the day. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. All right, promo code at Tory in California Holistics uh, for the year, the early part of 2024 is Better Bud. Better Bud is the promo code at Tory in California Holistics. Spend a minimum of $75. Get 20% off your purchase at Tory in California Holistics. It is Friday, so go stock up. Get ready for the weekend. 
They always have, uh, you know, daily specials. Today being Friday is Flower Friday. Uh, so 30% off uh, traditional, uh, excuse me, traditional one ace or 30% off. Cypress uh, is buy one, get one free. So they got a bunch of stuff happening. Uh, Farm cuts 25% off. Two bags of Lowell Herb Co's, 100 bucks. They got daily deals, but today is Flower Friday. And they're open every day, Saturday and Sunday. So go check them out at Tory and California Holistics. Uh, yesterday, Browner, you said that I that that Caltrans caught a stray, and it really <laughs> reminded me uh, when I saw this story yesterday. This man caught a stray at a time that, that that you don't ever expect to catch a stray. Who am I talking about? Uh, one of the best directors in Hollywood, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan, who was a director of the Dark Knight trilogy, who Three recently the was a director movies. of the Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, great movie. Uh, uh, you have Inception, great movie. Uh, was it Memento? A ton of uh, great, great movies. Uh, he did that. He did that war movie. I think it was like 1962 or whatever oh, it was called. Dunkirk. Where there Dunkirk. Was like yeah. No sound. Broken. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, so Christopher Nolan was accepting the award for best director at the New York Film Critics Circle Awards in New York City. He was accepting the award for best director of Oppenheimer. And when he was giving his speech, he talked about how, well, I'll let you, I'll just let you, uh, this is what he said. Directors have, have a complex emotional relationship with critics and criticism. Uh, for example, um, I was on my peloton doing a, a high interval of some I'm dying and the instructor said, started talking about one of my films and said, has anyone else seen this? Because that's a couple of hours of my life I'll never get back again. <laughs> Literally, Chris, he goes on and on, but it's kind of hard to hear. So Christopher Nolan was talking at a, at a film critics award show. And he's like, you know, you have a complex relationship with critics because you blah, blah, blah. And he goes, for example, I was on my Peloton taking a class where the instructor, as I'm dying, I'm taking a high interval training class, the instructor just goes off on one of my films as I'm on her class. And, and because the internet is the internet, they found it. They found the clip. Of course they Here's did. Jed Sherman talking about the movie Tenant as Christopher Nolan is taking her class. This song is from the soundtrack of a movie called Tenant. Anybody see this? Did anybody see this besides me? Because I need a manual. Someone's got to explain this. Yeah, I'm not kidding. What the f*** is going on in that movie? Do you understand? Seriously, you need to be a neuroscientist to understand. And that's two and a half hours of my life that I want back. I want it back. So do you What's imagine? her name? Uh, I believe Jen Sherman. Yeah. Hey, Jen, Jen Sherman, Jen educate yourself. Ten is a great movie. No, I gotta agree with Jen Sherman. I don't Tenet's know what the hell was going on in that movie. Because y'all listen, because just because y'all can't pay attention, y'all can't complain because y'all can't follow a movie. Okay. Okay, I get where you're coming from. I'll play the Scott role. I know yeah. the lead actor was in that movie. I'll I'll, I'll play yeah, along. Yeah. I'll play along, Junior. I'll play along, Junior. Just because y'all can't follow a movie, don't make it bad. That's on sure. y'all. Sure. Do better. Do better. Uh, but anyways. Wow. Like, okay. When I saw this, I was like, Browner, this is a stray. This is the definition of that, that is a stray. Yeah. You yeah. imagine? Yeah, nothing like, to do with the class. He minded yeah. his own business. You're Pew! the most sought after director in Hollywood. Everybody wants to work with you. 
you're getting your ass kicked on the Peloton, and this girl talks ta starts talking trash about your movie. That is Snipe. great if I've never seen one. Uh, radio listeners, LA Football Network next. We out of here. We're done. Thank you for everybody that watched it and listened to the show when Scott was gone. He's back on Monday. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube and listening on audio podcasts, we got more coming up next. Shout out, everybody. Peace. All right, dude. We are done. And we made it. We before we're done, uh, ran out of time there in the radio part. Sorry, Brett, but we are brought to you by Mushroom Life. Mush. Oh, Brett, I found the oh, Brett. I back. found the bottle. I can't find I'm you, Brett. Brett, but I found the bottle, Brett. So I gotta take my. I gotta take my couple hits. Uh, uh, what are you uh, taking? Uh, What's the green one? I always forget. As always, sustained energy. Sustained energy. Yeah, it's still sex drop Saturday though. Don't drop. I had a I had an abundant supply of sex oh. drop Saturday, so I ain't never ran out of that. Mm, I don't for the guy that doesn't need it. It's funny that you still take it, but that's how good it is. Mushroom Life, L Y F E. Town. If you've never ordered Mushroom Life, by the way, ever, you still get fifty percent off your first order. So go do that. Mushroomlife.com/slash great friends. Browner, we did it. We're done. We've wrapped up. Before we do, fuck, I forgot to do this shit too. Fuck. I got Damn and I got it. something I want to say. I got a thing I want to do. Why you want you want to go first? Let me go first. More important, the Kaplan Row crew. Uh, Kaplan. Oh, Death Row, baby. Uh, uh, that's up now. Uh. Here's something I wanted to show you, Browner, and I got to go back and add it to all the uh, the products that we currently have. So on our merch shop, they finally added some real quality shit. And what do I mean by that? We now have Adidas hoodies. So you got Adidas options. They're more expensive, but it's Adidas, Adidas hoodies. And you also have... Uh, where oh, that's the fan fan? Oh, by the way, crossbody. A crossbody. Okay. Uh, not just a fanny. You got a full crossbody. Uh, we got like rope hats. I love these. These are dope. I've always loved rope a good hats. rope hat. No. Uh, oh, this one too. So Champion as well. I think Champion makes killer hoodies. Uh, so okay. Champion now. So yeah, a little bit more expensive, right. but I put up Adidas stuff. I put up all the quality name brands that people would recognize. So shout out to Fat Tony for the design. I mm -hmm. I went with the big logo in the front. I thought this looked cool. Um, so that's what we're going with for now. And all weekend to celebrate 2024, 24% off our entire shop. 24% off our entire shop. Like it. So there you go. There you go. Like it. Uh, go I'm, cop I'm some shit, y'all. I'm gonna visit that. I don't know what I'm gonna buy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna visit that. And get me get my hands on something. All right. Because I, I love uh, the death. I love the death row leg. The death row logo, man. We in the building. Y'all know what time Kaplan it is. Row. Shout yeah, out. Called it. There you go. Um, let me say this, and I know people are they tread lightly on this subject, but oh no. Y'all seen Trevor Bauer? Y'all seen Trevor Bauer on Fox? No. Hmm. No. Trevor Bauer is doing an apology to him on Fox where he says that he was bullied as a child. And that's kind of the reason why he lashes out. Hey, Trevor, buddy, listen, you're a pitcher. Just be good at pitching and somebody will take you back. You don't need the apology tour, my man. Let your agent do the work quietly. And then you uh, do that local work in the community in which that you go to. Do some work with battered women's shelters and things of that nature, man. Don't go on, allegedly, don't go on Fox News. Because that ain't the place, bro. I don't know why people think that's the place for rehabilitation. That's the place for one-sided rehabilitation. What Trevor Bauer should do is talk to the commissioner, 
and have his agent talk to some teams, go in, do a workout, and if he makes the team, dedicate some of his salary and some of his time to women's areas of attention. That's how you do it. Don't go on Fox News, bro, because it makes it look worse. It really does make it look worse, man, to a whole sector of, sector of people who don't even intertwine. I'm not saying you guilty. I'm not saying you innocent. I'm just saying you a super freak. And that's cool, bro. Do your thing. Get in. Get in. I'm just saying this. When it comes to getting back in the good graces of baseball, bro, Fox News ain't the place to start. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to. I don't. It's not worth it to talk about Trevor Bauer publicly. Not scared. Just I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm just Uh, saying. There's better ways. There's better ways to rehab your image, man. That ain't that ain't a good spot. Kaplan and Crew Merchant Shop is available. Go check it out. Twenty four percent off all weekend. Kaplan and Crew is a good one. What else? Uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Lebertard's a good one. Cilio. Big Seals is dad. I mean, he's friends with The Rock. So you already know I mean, what The Rock shot him out on Fox. You like Fox. Which was crazy. You know, which was crazy. But, you know, Fox Sports is fine. Fox News is a different one. So, you know. But that's it, man. That's all I got. That's all yeah. I got. Do better, everybody. Shout out. Welcome back. Rest in peace to my Uncle David. They laid him to rest today. Love him for life. Stand up, man. Took care of his family and took care of us. And so, you know, forever he'll be remembered in our hearts and our minds as we move forward. And, you know, I already miss you, man. I already miss you. All right. Well, everybody, uh, Scott's back on Monday. Browner, have a great weekend. Shout out to everybody that still tunes in when Scott's gone. We really appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk to everybody on Monday. Peace out, y'all.